What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. Hope you all had a wonderful weekend. We had some great baseball in there, you know, on Sunday to kind of close out a lot of those series. Great stuff. So the storylines have kind of shifted over the past week or so. There have been some teams who who made a lot of moves over the trade deadline and have come out firing. They, they look really good and they are making a really strong push. I'm talking about your Yankees, talking about teams like the Phillies. These teams have they have really taken things into their own hands and they started winning a lot of games. And at the same time, just as they are winning a lot of games, the teams ahead of them have been losing a lot of games. So in the AL East, the Red Sox have just been in free fall, losing a lot of games. Same thing in the NL East, the Mets have been losing a lot. And the Mets were actually taking on the Phillies yesterday, head-to-head matchup. Zach Wheeler blanked them completely. And, I mean, the Phillies are on a roll right now. They're on an eight-game win streak. And yesterday, it was Zach Wheeler's day. He was the guy who was kind of at the center of it all. They won 3 nothing, but he just absolutely dominated. It was actually a pretty special day in Philadelphia where they retired Roy Halladay's number. No Philly will ever wear number 34 again. But Wheeler took the mound. He did his own Roy Halladay impression. He, he struck out 11, walked one, gave up no runs, and just absolutely dominated a two-hit performance. And they shut out the Mets yesterday. And what else can you say? I mean, just eight days ago, the Phillies sat in third place. They were trailing the Mets by four and a half games. After yesterday's win, they now lead the NL East. They lead the Braves by two games, lead the Mets by two and a half. So what a difference a week makes. I mean, Joe Girardi said it best after the game. He said, that's the thing about this game. You have to stay in it for the long haul. You can have bad weeks. We had a couple of bad weeks at one point during the season, but it's a long season. And it's true. Baseball is a marathon. You know, you can't you can't really count any team out too early because these things happen. And of course, the Phillies are not done yet. Just because they're having a hot streak right now doesn't mean they're done working. They have a there's still a long way to go. But yeah, this is just taking advantage of opportunities when you see the team above you in the standings is losing a lot of games. That's how you gain ground. You have to win as well. So that is that's that. The Bryce Harper MVP rumors are now in full swing. They're gaining a lot of steam. You know, we had those whispers here a while ago, but now everybody's kind of on that train now. Um, Harper, Riamuto, and Segura all homered yesterday against Taiwan Walker. But, you know, those three runs were all, they were all solo home runs. Those three runs were all Philadelphia would need. And it was just a masterful pitching performance. It was actually the largest crowd at Citizens Bank Park so far this season. 39,186 gave Zach Wheeler a huge ovation as he walked off the mound yesterday afternoon. And yeah, things are looking good in the city of brotherly love right around now. Complete game shutout for Zach Wheeler. So what about the Red Sox? So I talked about the Phillies, I'm sorry, the Mets being in free fall. Well, the Red Sox have been in free fall as well. They lost a they they lost a game that they just can't lose yesterday. So they're I mean, they're up they're up in this game by quite a bit. I mean, 7 to 2 was a score at one point. And even going into the bottom of the 8th inning, 
they're up eight to five. I'm sorry, eight to six. But then they gave up three runs in that inning because of a three-run bomb off the bat of George Springer. And, you know, I was watching that thing. It was just one of those at-bats where you felt it coming. Just before the pitch that he hit out, you just felt it. You know, he fouled, he fouled back a 90. It was a 97-mile-an-hour fastball right down the middle. He fouled it back. And it was like, well, Matt Barnes got away with one there, throwing it in that location. Matt Barnes throws a fastball again, exact same location, right down the middle. It's 95 this time, and Springer does not miss it. He hits it a long way to left center field, and that's a three-run homer. So that was that ended up being the game-winning homer for for the Blue Jays. Not the only one, though. Vlad Guerrero Jr. had also homered in this game in the fifth inning, but the Red Sox just threw this game away. They had scored seven runs off of Hunjin Ryu after the – Red Sox offense has been struggling quite a bit over the past few games. They they came out. They came out today and they, uh, yesterday and came out to play, but, you know, the bullpen just blew it, completely blew it. And, um, yeah, Sox dropped another one. I mean, great day at the dish by guys like J.D. Martinez, Devers, Bogarts, Kevin Plowecki, even Dahlbeck. But, yeah, the bullpen could not hold it together. So things have now become very interesting in that, in that American League East because the Yankees have been winning a lot. The Blue Jays have been winning a lot. The Red Sox have been losing a lot. Things look a lot different now than they did, like I said, just a week ago. Right now you have the Rays on top of that division. Boston is four games back of the AL East. But now the Yankees are only two and a half games behind Boston. I mean, as of right now, Oakland holds the first wild card spot. Boston holds the second. Yankees are just two and a half games out of a playoff spot. The only difference is Oakland, you know, with that wild card spot, they're eight and two in the last ten games. The Red Sox are two and eight in the last ten games. Yankees are eight and two in the last ten. Toronto's eight and two in the last ten. You're seeing a trend here, right? Teams are are doing what they need to if they want to make it to the playoffs. Teams like the Blue Jays and the Yankees are very much in this thing. So, yeah, we'll see what happens as we continue, but. The Blue Jays' run differential, I mean, they're at a 123 run differential, something I'm looking at right now. I mean, that is second in the American League. That is second to Houston in run differential. So, I mean, that indicates that they are potentially a better team than the record really shows. I mean, the Red Sox run differential is only plus 33, and that's, I mean, of teams with a positive run differential, that's... The, the second lowest after the Yankees, actually. So there could be some regression here. There could be some regression that we're seeing. It could just be the Red Sox re- regressing to, I think, you know, their expected win-loss total. I mean, yeah, if you look at that, their expected win-loss total is lower than their current win-loss total because of that run differential. They've won a, ro- a lot of one-run games this year. But at the end of the day, it's not about expected stuff. It's about what really happened. So don't read too much into that take that with a grain of salt but um yeah crazy fun times if you are a Yankees fan if you are a Blue Jays fan good time to see your team pick up some ground in the standings if we move around the league we'll see some cool stuff so you know I mentioned let's just stick on the American League I mentioned the Astros they did lose yesterday they lost to the Twins 7-5 Jorge Polanco had a two homer game for Minnesota Miguel Sano homered for Minnesota as well and, yeah, I mean, Jorge Polanco was an all-star in 2019. And, you know, it looks like 
that talent is legit. That talent is here to stay. I mean, he's been pretty good. He's batting third for them, so he's you know right in the middle of the lineup. His couple homers yesterday kind of you know sent a signal like okay you know don't forget about me. I wasn't a one year wonder kind of thing. If we head out to Cleveland, the Indians beat the Tigers. Not that either of these teams are going to be in the playoff picture, but you know they still deserve some love too. Remember Bradley Zimmer? I mean, this dude has has been hurt a lot. He's been hurt a lot in his career, but you know when he's out there, he shows us some stuff. Well, yesterday he hit a clutch home run, a clutch home run to end up winning the series, a go ahead shot, and yeah, I mean playing right field for the Indians. This is someone who they'll have to make a decision on. You know, is he going to stick around in the long term or not? But you know, his home run there in the seventh inning, his two-run shot off of Ramirez, ended up being the deciding blow for the Cleveland Indians. And then the Sunday night game, it was a good one. White Sox, Cubs, you know, little you know crosstown rivalry there. White Sox beat the Cubs 9-3, and there's a lot of a lot of uh, good mojo. There are a lot of good vibes happening with the White Sox right now. They just got Eloy Jimenez back, and he was at the middle of everything yesterday. He drove in five runs in yesterday's game. He had two home runs. And now, you know, this lineup is starting to look a lot like what they envisioned at the beginning of the season before they got decimated by injuries. So first we'll just go through it. Three for five with a, with a home run. That's Tim Anderson you know, leading off. Then you have Jimenez, two home runs, three for four with five RBIs. I mean, Andrew Vaughn, two for three, three RBIs and a home run. He's had a wonderful rookie year. That was his 13th bomb of the year. And he's taken to the outfield very well. He's been thrown out there in left field, thrown out there in right field. This is someone who had never played the outfield in his life before this year. He had always been a first baseman and he had three spring training games out in the outfield. And then he, you know, they put him out there because they want to put his keep his bat in the lineup, and he's responded very well. He's going to be playing for a long time, but guess what? Guess who the White Sox get back today, starting in the lineup? Tonight is going to be Luis Robert. So another another big piece coming back. And then Riazmani Grandal is rehabbing, and apparently that's going really well. He's on his way back from injury. So this White Sox team is looking very scary. They are looking very scary, folks. I think this is a team that is built... Built for October, absolutely. So keep an eye on that. Let's head out to the National League. Head out to the National League. Dodgers beat the Angels 8-2. Trey Turner continues to do his thing. I mean, this dude is um, he's something special. He was leading off playing second base. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't understand any kind of suggestion that he would ever sit the bench because he's just one of the best players in baseball. And he's so dynamic. He has game-changing speed. He can impact the game so many different ways. And he was doing that yesterday. A.J. Pollock was back in the lineup, and he let it be known. Three for five yesterday. Cody Bellinger has remained in the lineup for two straight days and had a home run two straight days. So he could be coming out of things. And then Albert Pujols hit a home run against his former team, against the Angels. Of course, I'm sure that felt good for him, you know kind of being able to show, hey, you guys traded me. Here's a home run, and, and you could take that. But it was number 676 for the machine as he continues his march towards 700 homers. Will he get there? I don't know. Obviously, he'll have to play next year. But um, 
yeah, that's that's a that's one heck of a milestone if he if he ever does get it. But I think that when you're this close, you you gotta you gotta come back for more. I mean, you can't just do an A Rod. I think A Rod retired with what six ninety six or six ninety four or something like that, rather than getting seven hundred. But seven hundred is a, I mean, who knows if we'll ever see that again, right? You gotta do it if you're Albert Pujols. But I digress. And then up to Milwaukee, the Giants, another NLS team in action. They won 5-4 yesterday. They made a late comeback, uh, a game-tying home run by Brandon Belt. You know, he he is someone who missed a lot of time with injury this year. And now having him back is obviously very good for the Giants. But, um, yeah, so you had him and then Darren Ruff, homer, Johnny Cueto, five and a third with four earned runs for for the Giants, but he was kind of bailed out there, you know, by his offense. Um Offense ended up scoring a bunch of runs late in the ball game to help him out. So that's going to be it for today, folks. That'll do it. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.